Hi, this is Bob Sally from Source Point Press, and you're listening to this freaking show. What's up, everybody? I am Travesty. I'm Awkward Colin. And I'm Geekcast Joe. And welcome back to another episode of This Freaking Show, the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. Um, awesome show for you tonight. Um, hopefully, I uh, I don't become a liar like I did last week uh, when I say that uh, we do have a guest on tonight. Um, and I say that with confidence this time because I did everything I could to make sure I have a guest ready for us this evening. Um, so I'm trying again. I don't want to go 0 for 2 because we are literally only in the third episode of this uh, season. <laughs> we are. And I know, right? And, that, that's, and that's it. That's all we've done. We have done two episodes and already I have lied in one. So <laughs> Get used uh, to it, yeah. buddy. Yeah, so hopefully, you know, knock on wood, that our guest does show up today. I have full confidence he will, and we have something kind of um, kind of fun to do uh, when he comes on here. But I'm not going to mention his name yet, because if he doesn't show up, <laughs> then I could easily just say um, it was uh, it was a guest from last week, and this could be our new Matt Damon, whatever. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I don't understand that. I knew Matt Damon. Do you have you ever watched Jimmy Kimmel? No. Oh, uh, it's a running joke in his show that uh, uh, Matt Damon. They never have time for for Matt Damon to be on the show. Oh. Uh, I don't think it wasn't uh, the very first time he did it. He was like uh, something. That he, it, it was like uh, they were. He was trying to close the show. He was trying to figure out a way, and he was like, "Oh, who's a good guest who we could just pretend like we ran out of time for." Like, who's somebody who's big enough that people would know who that is and care, uh, but small enough that, like, they're not going to send me a de- cease and desist letter? Matt Damon. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, and so they just, he literally ends every show with, uh, I'm sorry, Matt Damon, we didn't have enough time uh, for you, so, uh, well, maybe maybe next week. Maybe next week we'll have you on. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, that, I mean, that was a, a running joke that like when like above and beyond now I think anybody's like saw it happening. Went awesome. I mean they I mean that that rolled over into like award shows and like segments for years on uh it's not Jimmy Kimmel Live. <laughs> what what is think, it on? Yeah, I think it's Jimmy Kimmel Live. Is it Jimmy Kimmel Live? Okay, I just didn't know if it was like the the late late show, the late show, the tonight show, tonight's like later night show, or whatever the fuck these all night fucking shows are to have the same damn words, right? But just more of them. I mean, I don't understand how do you have a late show and then a late late show, and then but you still have a tonight show. Like I why? It's ridiculous. Like, we all just, you know, why can't you have like the Jim, Jimmy Fallon show and uh, uh, who's the fucking British guy who's uh, gonna be in that Peter Rabbit movie? Uh, James he Gordon. Did, uh, yeah, James Gordon. Yeah, because he's on the Late Late Show. Oh, that's right. So, but anyways, I always forget about that. Um, I never watch any of these shows either. That's the other thing. 
The only time I ever really watch them is when I watch like the uh, popular segments on like YouTube and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really watch too much talk show, and the biggest reason I don't talk, I don't watch the talk shows, is because every single monologue at the beginning of every single one of these talk shows is everything that's political, and that's all it is. It's every like every single like Tonight Show monologue is uh, Jimmy Fallon saying something shitty about Donald Trump. Which I mean, I get it if you want to like have some kind of humor towards the president a couple times, but if you do every single show from the moment he became president until currently, still, it just—I mean—it's just repetitive and it's boring to me because I don't, I don't care to hear about politics every single fucking day. I mean, there's so much going on in the world, you know. There's—I mean—you could talk about other things, but it's just like every single monologue. So you know, you sit there and you fast forward through it. But then you get, like, actors and shit that, like, I personally don't give a fuck about or, you know, rappers and stuff. that I don't care what their uh, career's doing and stuff. So it's, like, unless it's, like, a really, like, um, I guess a fan. Like, if I'm a fan of them, I'll sit there and listen to their talk show and sh- or their meet, uh, interviews and stuff. But a lot, a lot of it kills me at the um, monologue. Yeah. I just don't care about it. I've never cared about late shows. And uh, I've always, I, I think the the format is really boring. Uh, nobody nobody does anything interesting anymore. It's the exact same formula for every single show, and uh, and that's honestly what what bores me about it. If if there's a good if there's a good clip online, I'll watch it. You know, uh, I like uh, Conan O'Brien does some good. Uh, he'll have like uh, up and coming comedians do a set. Um, that's mm-hmm. usually pretty okay, but I, I'm not going to tune in for that. Like, you're out of your mind. I don't like watching TV yeah. anyway. What the hell makes you think I'm going to turn the TV on at 11 o'clock at night? I'll just watch mm-hmm. Netflix. Agree. You know, I'm glad you actually mentioned uh, the, um, the comedians because if I remember right, at uh, towards the end of our last season, we mentioned of doing a show this year about how we rank uh, comedians uh, from like 1 to 10, but we're doing from like Seinfeld to... Um, what the fuck is that one guy who's like extremely raunchy and shit like that? Blonde haired dude. No, no, no. Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah, like we're gonna rank him under vulgarity, and mm. that's a word to use. But sure, we're definitely gonna do that because now I remember that we're going to do something like that. I think that'd be fun to do, and we'll get to that uh, sometime this season. Um, but before we get to our guests, I want to um, talk about something that we are. We're bringing back, like I said, we're bringing back some segments and everything. And one of the segments we're bringing back is, uh, you know, check out this freaking thing. And the thing that I want to talk about today is that there is a bar in Chicago that is uh, recreating the bar from The Shining. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So I think uh, I think I sent you guys the uh, link to the article I'm looking at. It's a uh, bar in the uh, Ukrainian village called The Rookery. The rookery. Basically was... Yeah, so basically what it's doing is uh, it's turning the upper part of the bar into um, uh, room 237, Okay, I guess it is. Mm. And, what is and what it's doing is, is basically going to be, um, they're going to have a bunch of drinks that are named after uh, the, sh- the movie itself. Uh, let's see if I can find a list of the, so they're going to be, um, let's see here, The Caretaker. Red rum. Oh, they do have BJ and the bear. Oh, that's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Sorry. Horns on the rocks. No, it's fine. The Grady twins, the hedge maze, Apollo 11, the sidewinder. All these <laughs> are, um, they're drinks made specifically, uh, to represent the, 
sh- uh, the movie The Shining. Uh, they're going to uh, bartenders going to dress up like um, the bartender, which I can't remember the guy's name. And I'm trying to run through this uh, article record without having to actually read the article, but I might have to end up doing it here in a minute. Lloyd, there you go, perfect. Thank you. But they're only doing it for a limited time now. This is only happening between January twentieth and uh, February tenth. Hmm. Um, January twentieth and February tenth. Yeah, but only on the Saturday. See, and this was weird. So it's it's between it's between the twentieth of January, the tenth of February, only on Saturdays, from nine p.m. to three a.m. All right. So you only got like what two two Saturdays between then? Maybe three Saturdays, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, basically. Um. Yeah. So it started last Saturday. Um, and it's going to, yeah, February 10th. And the admission there is free. Uh, you just got to show up early to the rookery to make sure you get in and everything. So it looks like a lot. Yeah. So it looks like a lot of fun. Um, it doesn't give you prices of shit, which I'm not surprised because I'm going to assume that if it's Chicago doing a theme bar like this, it's not going to be cheap. Yeah. Right. We, uh, uh, my wife and I after church today, we went and, um, we had dinner at a local, like Louisiana Creole place. Mm-hmm. And uh, just for like a regular cocktail there, it was like eight dollars. Yeah, which yeah. is just, and you know, it's not a very big cocktail, and there's no way that they they have a lot of booze in it. Ah, I'm just saying. No, no. See, and that's one of the biggest things I kind of like about small town bars, like in the town we live in, because like if you go up north and everything, I think they have like those measuring guns things. They like they attach the bottle to, and they press the button, and it just shoots out like the perfect amount. If you go to like the Legion, the Bowling Alley, or anything down here, they, they just fucking pour that shit in there. It's like, there you go, you know? Right. That's weird thinking they have a sportsman's club in the middle of the city. Well, up in Chicago? Yeah. Is there a sportsman's club in the city? No, it isn't. Yeah. Well, I'm looking for the. I'm looking at for the rookery, mm. and I've zoomed in it. Yeah, I saw the sportsman's club. <laughs> yeah, doesn't I, sound like. I'm more curious about the fact that they actually have an area called the Ukrainian Village. Oh yeah, I'm sure they have that for everybody. Chinatown, Little Italy, Greek Town. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 is your uh, little area called there, Joe? Well, I'm I'm in Forest Park, which is the a village. But uh, if I were to name it, it's it's definitely like Irish town or something like Irish. that. Yeah. What street do you live on? I live on. I guess no. Never mind. We're on the air. You know, what's, uh, you all that. what's your mailing address, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, a mailing your, address. What is your full birth name, there, Joe? <laughs> right. What's your social security <laughs> number? <laughs> oh shit! Right. now, I mean, I, I mean, it's. And I think, and I think because I think my friends Amanda, Amanda, I think they live in like Greek Town. I'm pretty sure that's what they called it when I went to go visit them. But I like never really knew that shit. I, I just knew. Sox Park, right? Uh, they live uh west of that. I think they live off of 290. But like <laughs> Who when doesn't? I, whenever, <laughs> whenever I think of Chicago, I either think of like the shitty parts of Chicago, and then 50 miles south of Chicago, and that's kind of like how I reference uh, Chicago. Because I think every part of Chicago is shitty. That was the joke. That was my joke right there <laughs> on the shitty parts of Chicago. But I liked it. Right? Thank you. Thank you. I uh, I was waiting for a laugh track or something, but we don't have those. Yeah, we're a little low budget. 
Yeah, we just have uh, white noise and uh, silence. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we'll dive into having our guests here in a minute. But, I mean, how have you guys been? Anything new with you guys in the last week? Anything exciting? Um, I just signed up for my first insurance. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Yeah. I mean, like, I've got a, a bit on my parents' health insurance and then my the audio insurance as well mm-hmm. but today i just got renter's insurance so nice. it was right really nice and convenient because i could just did it all online right yep just picked the date i wanted to start and then i got it's really cheap so it takes like literally three seconds yeah and stuff yeah i love i love yeah. so I, it's not like i love signing up for renter's insurance like that's like a hobby i have but uh <laughs> It's convenient and it's easy, and uh, you know, if anything were to happen, yeah, uh, yeah, I I figured uh, since I had the girlfriend move in, I should probably look at getting uh, insurance. Yeah, life insurance probably. Is that how is that how you explained it to her? What? Listen, baby, I love you, but if you're gonna live here, I'm gonna have to insure my shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's more. For her stuff too, yeah. Well, I mean, which is a good thing. I mean, I when when I got my apartment, I got renter's insurance, and I, I mean, it it gives you that peace of mind in case something happens. Because, I mean, you live you don't live in an apartment building, but I I keep calling it a, a duplex, but it's like side to side. But if if your neighbors fuck up and set their building on fire, there's a good chance your shit's gonna catch on fire too. Yeah, right. not to mention the house is from the 1800s. So. Oh yeah, yeah, you're one, you're one light switch flick away from burning the fucker down. So I mean, yeah. hey, on the bright side, it's easier to put those old houses out. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> new houses, uh, it's really hard to catch them on fire. But once you do, the materials are super combustible. Um... So like, uh, that's why you don't hear a lot about house fires now. But when you do hear about them, you usually hear about fatalities. Whereas in yeah. the old days, you heard about a house fire, and then it was like, everybody kick up an extra collection at church. We got to help, you know, the Smith Joneses to. <laughs> Your house was built right around the time they were throwing dirt on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Just had. Oh, geez. Well, from what I hear, it was. The house was built to. Uh, it was like a tenant house for train track workers and i can see that and my half of the house was for the family that ran it and then their house was for the the workers so that's pretty cool i'm I'm glad you i'm glad you got the insurance and everything you know keep everything keep everything safe because um (laughs) <laughs> I would hate for you to lose those 700 and some odd movies and not get anything out of it. Now, All see, right. I'll watch your guys' opinion because I've heard to do this. They say, like, videotape everything you have. I've heard uh, people taking pictures of everything they owned. But, with, like, when I when I got the renter's insurance and, like, I, like, and I was very pessimistic when I got it because I asked my insurance guy, I'm like, listen, if my shit burns up, how do you know what I owned so you could pay me back? He's like, well, we just ask you. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, I don't have a receipt to the TV I bought. I was like, no, I just got to know the make of it and what size it was. And I'm like, 
That's good to know. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure I have one of those curved screen fucking 4K ass 80 inch fucking 80 inch TV. Right? Yeah, the new 105 inch. <laughs> right? It goes great with my uh, therapeutic bed that uh, forms to my body when in the middle of my sleep or my. Yeah, it's just. Those things are but, a I mean... son of a gun to get out of, by the way. <laughs> Talking about beds, I actually just got a new king bed in the mail. Uh, Friday. Nice. Really? Yeah. Was, what? Uh, um, where'd you order from? Uh, Sam's Club. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I figured because I was looking, been looking for a bed, but um, it came the mattress. It's just a ten-inch memory foam mattress, and it came with what's called a smart base. So it's just a raised frame, and they say it eliminates the need for a box spring. So. Nice. Yeah, it's not. It's comfortable. I only slept in it one night because we had to. Uh, you open it, set it up, and then you had to let it. It says wait twenty four hours before you sleep in it. Gotcha. Just so it can fill back up. Yep. But it's amazing. I mean, because like it's memory foam. I'd understand memory foam doing that, but they ship the spring mattresses like that now too. Hmm. Just look, because all they do is compress it and vacuum seal it, and just roll it up, ship it to your door. That's amazing. Yeah. They actually like, really delivered our bed and stuff, but. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's a really great price that I got for. So. Nice. Yeah. It's fantastic. You, man. We're still paying ours off. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking of maybe getting one of those Tempur Pedics, you know, the ones that uh-huh. cost like five grand. Oh yeah, no kidding. <laughs> or more. Yikes! It's like those are absurd. I would, uh, I would just hold off on the uh, five thousand dollar bed until you find a place that's not made of kindling. <laughs> yeah, no, I am very well agreed. <laughs> Joey, what uh, you got anything exciting going on before uh, we go over our guest? I got uh, jack nothing going on. I got so little going on. I'm actually looking for more things to do. Like I, uh, I started looking for a job this week. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, because I've got the the time to do that this semester. It's like a this is like a part time job. Yeah, just a part time job. Through. Okay, so this isn't like a career move job. No, no, not necessarily. I mean, if something opened up and uh, somebody wanted me for something career related, I'd do it, but. Nah, it's just uh, <laughs> let me do fun things. I got you. I heard you. Uh, I heard um, heard you were in Orland again today. I was. I was, and I'm there yeah. again next week. Awesome. I was. Uh, I was gonna come up. Um, you know, stepfather Carl texts me. He's like, "Hey, you gonna go uh, see Joe?" And I told him like I would love to, but I wanted to sleep. That's what he so said. Just, and for some reason, like I could not sleep last night. Like I, I dozed off at like five in the afternoon yesterday. I woke up at like nine. And I'm like, oh shit, okay. Well, you know, I sleep out most of the night, so I went to bed. And for some reason, I woke up wide awake three in the morning. Uh-huh. Could not fall asleep again. And then like around like six thirty seven o'clock, I got extremely drowsy. So I don't know. I don't know if this is like the keto flu thing that people were mentioning that may happen on this diet mm. that like messes with your sleep or what. But I was like, I wanted to go. But I know if I went, there was the fear of me maybe dozing off. Mm, and gotcha. I didn't want to do that during because that would just, I mean, that would not look good on your end. Nah. And I don't want people to be like, oh, my God, people are falling asleep. What are we going to do? 
Okay. Right, but but I, I I I'll go and see what fucking next weekend. We'll be on next weekend. I can come on, see you next weekend. Yeah, sure. If yeah, not, it's on. all good. Yeah, come out here. You say some words and whatnot. That's how it goes. Oh yeah. But uh, but yeah, uh, that's that's about it. That's that's the most exciting stuff this week. Is I actually I actually got a couple gigs, which I'm happy about. I'm not you know dissing that, but. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I got a, I've got a lot of free time on my hands this semester, so I'm happy. Happy I'll be contributing right. to my household in ways that aren't just, uh, you know, laundry. Keep talking about school. It reminds me I have to buy my book for it. <laughs> <laughs> it starts next week. God, I bought all my books this week. Ugh, one of my classes is just going to be a total blow-off class. Yeah. Yeah, and the books for it are like probably 15 years out of date. So, oh, joy. yeah, the professor who's teaching it came out of retirement to be the dean, one of the deans of the seminary. Oh, geez. Yeah. And so he's like, like yeah, I've been in ministry for 50 years and this is cutting edge stuff. And I'm like, cutting edge in 1990, maybe. But uh, I don't know. I probably shouldn't mock. He's a good guy. I like his class. But uh, not glad that I now own these books. I'll tell you that. <laughs> My wife, who is a teacher, uh, they're books on, on how to teach well. And uh, she took one look at them and was like, you know this has been thoroughly debunked, right? Yes, I know. Thank you. <laughs> oh, All right. You guys, uh, you guys ready to go, our guest? Yeah, I guess. Yep. Okay, hey, but you know what, though? Uh, before yeah, we bring our up? guest on, go uh, I'd like to remind our listeners that uh, if they wanted to... Uh, attend a performance of somebody speaking uh you know or or any performance or any any swanky affair they might want to look into getting themselves a uh, high quality knit tie and if they wanted to do that they could head over to uh we are dapper and pick one up today for just 15 dollars. and if you use the discount code freakin that's f-r-e-a-k-i-n you get free shipping on your order so uh yeah you might want to check that out we are dapper <laughs> yeah, just saying. Fucking Joey. Just, uh, just fucking saying. Just throwing it out there, huh? <laughs> of course. Oh, my. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just want to kind of throw that out. Oh, my God. Beautiful, <laughs> Joe. Beautiful. All right. Let's, um, let's plug a podcast and we'll get our, uh, we'll get our guest on here. What up, everybody? It's Razor. This is Fear. And MDI. And we are Fifth Cast, the premier show of the FYFC Podcast Network. We like to talk. Hell, we'll talk about anything. World events and personal stories. Technology and pop culture. And once even, pterodactyl porn. Seriously, that's a thing. Google it. New episodes are available every Friday on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Also, subscribe to the video podcast on youtube.com slash FYFC podcasts. I'm not sure why you were yelling, but that was excellent. Now, fuck your face and back to the show. We said normal voice. I know, but I like that one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, week two of Travis being a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sorry, Brian Lau, we couldn't get to you today. <laughs> let me just say, uh, I fucking hate Skype. Yes, I agree. 
It is it is such a fucking joke. And I can't blame Skype for last week. Last week was that was life that got in the way of us getting our guest on, but this week it's fucking Skype. And the fact that we can't sit here and have a guest on because of the fucking technology that we use is very unsettling to me as a consumer. I'm 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 so with you. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And it doesn't even seem like it's... It's not even the old Skype. It's the fucking new Skype. Just like fucking everyone up. (gasps) Right. No, old Skype was great. I mean, it wasn't Mm -hmm. great, but it was like, you know, usable. Yeah. I just... So... Anyways, um... So you guys don't think I was lying about this entire thing. Uh, We're supposed to have uh, Jay Sandlin on. Uh, if you guys don't remember him, he was the uh, author of oh, what was the name of the podcast again? Or the uh, comic um, uh, Outbreak Mutiny. Outbreak Mutiny. There you the, go. I was uh, gonna say alternate. Uh, what is it, the alternate history where uh, Hitler wins World War II because he collects all the mutants? Yeah, 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 yeah. Joey, you 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 actually read it. You cut. You enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was uh, you know uh, quite a bit of writing. Yeah, so I mean, you know, if you guys get an opportunity, if you guys enjoy history and comics, I mean, here's a blend of both. Which I mean, when it comes to Geek Catch Joe, he loves nothing more than history and comics. So, this brand, this this comic is probably like at the top of his list of like his favorite comics. Easily, easily near the top, and you can find it on Amazon for uh, a pretty reasonable price uh, through Kindle. So it's uh, it's a crazy story. It actually uh, one of the most interesting <laughs> points about it to me is that it mm-hmm. um, it actually starts with a a full index of uh, characters, who they are, and why they matter. So if you if you uh, if you like uh, knowing who everybody is in a story before you even start reading it, this is a great book for you. Awesome. Yeah. So, and trust me, if if Geek Cash Joe is saying that about a comic, it has to be true because this motherfucker wouldn't lie. Nope. I lie. I'm the one that lies about guests and shit. Because now I'm truly over two on the season three of being a liar. So, <laughs> all well and good though. Yeah. We will, yeah. We we already got we already got Brian Lowry scheduled of uh, in a few weeks. Um. And I'll get a hold of Jay again, and we will uh, we'll touch base on a um, a uh, better time. But hopefully, uh, next week's guest works out wonderfully, because uh, third time's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, you know, when I named that episode uh, for the first episode of our season, I wasn't hoping it would be a curse. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah thanks. You you created our goat. My, my bad. So thank you. So thank you for that, Joe. That's all right. That's all right. That's, I'm naming the episode that our goat, <laughs> the goat. Perfect. I mean, it, it needs a title because we can't say sit down uh, interview with Jay Sandlin because it's it's not happening, <laughs> right? <laughs> Podcast <laughs> mutiny. Podcast mutiny. There we go. But no, next next week I'm super excited. I, I'm praying to God our guest gets on next week because the guest we have set up for next week is. You know, and honestly, I, I'm I'm not even ashamed to say it is one of the, you know, most excited I've been about having a new guest on. You know, I'm really excited to have him on. Um, so hopefully, you know, Night Mage is able to make it on, and we're able to uh, 
talk with him. I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that that happens because make sure he's got the new Skype downloaded, make sure his computer has the specs to run it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to message this dude every single day. Hey, just make sure everything's good to go on Skype. Hey, why don't you test run Skype? Because I mean, we have so much fun when Super Casey comes on. So, I mean, I'm assuming Night Mage has to be just as awesome, if not maybe even more awesome, because of how much she built him up as well. Right. So I'm, I'm really excited to see the other half of this um, uh, cosplay uh, marriage thing where they say they're cosplay husband and wife. So I'm really excited to see Night Mage. And also I'm hoping that um, it puts Super Casey in like a jealous mood to where she wants to come back on. Because... Um, that would make me feel good about myself too. Right. So on the bat, like, well, I won't be back on your show. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before uh, before we get to our follow our Star Award, uh, before we get to uh, freaking flicks and everything, quick update uh, on on my end with uh, this freaking journey I'm on with my weight loss uh, journey that I have started here uh, January second. Um, I've been posting, uh, you know, blogs and stuff, as I mentioned last week and everything, which you can see at this freaking journey wordpress.com to date. Currently I am, uh, 23 and a half pounds down. Damn. Yeah. So, uh, it is, it is really, uh, chugging along here. And what's weird is like every morning I wake up, I keep thinking like, why do I feel so much heavier? I had to gain fucking weight because like, even though I started this new diet, I feel like sometimes I overindulge myself in the diet, knowing what I can and can't have. Mm. But I think maybe that indulgence is actually like a good thing. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm 23 and a half pounds down. Um, the overall goal I was shooting for was five pounds a week, and I exceeded that. So I'm just I'm just gonna keep going and everything, and kind of see what happens. You know, the overall goal is to hit like you know at least you know. 50 no was it on yeah 50 pounds by my birthday which my birthday's four months away and i am like halfway there already so you're gonna you might have to up your goal i'm gonna have to yeah yeah so i'm super excited about this i kind of wish that i found this diet and started this two years ago when uh or last year when uh, uncle kevin challenged me to lose 100 pounds yeah no kidding you know, because then I would have gotten, like, I think he was going to give me, like, 600 bucks or some shit. I don't know what the fuck it was. But it was yeah. a lot of fucking money. Yeah, but for some reason, like, I just I just couldn't do it. But, you know, everything changed for this year, being 2018, going to be 29 this year, realizing, hey, you know what? Um, I shouldn't have a belly that uh, overhangs my boobs. Yeah, I hear you. So I shouldn't even have boobs at all, you know? You know, but uh, but I got those uh, got those uh, man chesticles, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So working on that, I'm actually, I actually, I'm at the point now. I woke up the other day and I realized that my gut is um, doesn't stick out as far as uh, as my chest does anymore. So now instead of looking like a fat man, I look like a busty drag queen. <laughs> I so, have trouble know, believing that, but yeah, so you got you got to take the good with the bad. So it's all right. So, um, yeah, the the progress is going great. I'm. I found out uh, today that my mom actually reads my blogs too and everything. Uh, she started the keto diet with me. A bunch of my friends did the keto diet with us and everything. So we're all doing it as a group. So it's really fun. A lot of people told me that uh, that reading my blogs kind of inspired them to help keep themselves accountable. And I mentioned um, in the first article 
that I wrote or my first posting that because I, I really don't want to call it a blog, but it's really nothing else other than that because I think blogs went out like eight years ago. But I'm gonna call it a blog. Fuck it. Yeah. On the first blog I wrote, I wrote about how like I couldn't um, join the <laughs> football team for my town because the coaches said for my age I was too heavy to be part of it. And um, a lot of people like you know they sympathize with that story. So I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna kind of instead of talking about like weekly updates and like you know events that happen with that moment, I'm gonna start uh, kind of writing. Um, some past uh, experiences I had where, like, you know, I felt that, like, maybe my weight um, prevented me from doing something or stopped me from doing something or I couldn't do something because of it. Because I think if uh, if you um, if you relive those moments and express, like, you know, your thoughts about those moments that happened, maybe you kind of, like, work past them. Because there are some things in my past uh, weight-wise that I still kind of hold that, like, it bothers me. But I think maybe if I can't get them out, maybe it'll make me feel better. Sure. So, and that's, that's the biggest thing that writing does. It kind of makes me free to kind of express everything out to everyone and makes me, you know, feel better about myself. So, yeah, check out uh, thisfreakingjourney.wordpress.com. You can see the blog. I have about four posts up there, and I'll post another one. I'm going to try to do at least one to two a week. Uh, right now I'm at once a week. There's not really much exciting stuff going on currently, but that will change as time comes. And also I kind of just want to mention real quick, that I want to go ahead and pursue the idea for uh, the show in February where people will write into us questions about relationships and stuff that we would answer for them. Because I think that may be something a little fun we could do. Yeah. And it helps get the uh, uh, the, uh, the listeners a chance to be a part of the show, you know? So, I mean, if, you, if you're a single guy and you have any questions about relationships and shit, you could ask me if you – Married and you have a question or something, you need someone's opinion on something, you can ask Geek Cash Joe. Or if you're dating somebody or even potentially being engaged to somebody, if you're in that lull stage between being married and being alone, we can have Colin help you and fill that out too. And I'm not trying to make a um, a therapy session or telling you how to make your relationships better, but like kind of like an opinion thing. I'm like, what would Joe do in that situation? What would Colin do in that situation? Or what would I do in that situation? You know, I think that would be something fun. We'll create a hashtag for it like we do with uh, some of the other goofy shit we do here and get the guys, get everyone involved. You know, I'll post something up on Facebook. I'll send it out on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and stuff like that. And we'll try to get some questions flowing in. I think that would be a lot of fun. Bang. Yeah. With that being said and uh, with those updates and everything going on. Uh, oh, uh this uh, this quick update will actually lead into what we're going to do next. Uh, finally, on thisfreakingshow.com, we do have the Follow Your Star Award uh, section uh, updated. So now whenever you go to our website, thisfreakingshow.com, if you go to Follow Your Star Award, at the top of the page, it will bring you to a list of all the uh, recipients we had last year. And continue on at the bottom, you'll see the ones for 2018, such as the uh, recipient for January that Joey is uh, hopefully ready to um, present. I am ready. And you know what? I actually uh, I changed my mind right in the middle of it. Uh, I'm going to give this guy an honorable mention because I was going to make him January's champion. Uh, uh, Bradley Hardison of Elizabeth City, uh, North Carolina. You are uh, a runner-up. You're, you're our first runner-up for the Follow Your Star Award. <laughs> uh, this this uh, champion of the human race... Uh, was charged for stealing donuts for the second time in two, three years. 
And uh, in 2014, he won a donut eating contest. So uh, <laughs> I think if that show was still on, that, that uh, weird addiction show that Oprah was doing, or whoever <laughs> it was, uh, he'd be on it. He's uh, some kind of donut crack addict type guy. But uh, so, you know, tip of my hat, wagging my finger to you, jackass. <laughs> but our guest, our guest's inability to come on our show today reminded me that there's something else in 2018 that's pissing me off more than almost anything else. Mm-hmm. And that is the quality of Skype. Oh, God. <laughs> so this is the first time. This is, this is two firsts on our show. I'm not going to give it to an individual this month. I'm going to give it to an entire organization, Microsoft. Get your shit together. Yeah. You had a great product 10 years ago. Why do you got to keep trying to fix it by making it worse? Stop it. (laughs) Give us our old Skype back. I miss the contacts I no longer have. I hate that I can't just have a guest show up on the show for fun. (laughs) Anyway, Skype. Congratulations. You're our second sarcastic Follow Your Star Award winner. I hope you die. (laughs) Jeez. As a company, not like the individuals. Like, you guys, you should live and, and, and flourish. But, like, as a company... Go straight to company hell. <laughs> oh my god. You you just know. You, you can sense the middle finger that you have up right now. I'm so angry. <laughs> and I love that like when <laughs> I love this because like I mean you are the most educated man I have ever met in my life. You you talk so proper and everything, but you literally just said get y'all shit together. <laughs> Because you're from Chicago. And proper English means nothing when you're upset. That's damn right. Because your does not have a UR in it anymore. When you are that upset. Doesn't need it. <laughs> oh, he should. What's also funny, um, because I kind of remember now, you know, the last sarcastic award you gave out was towards uh, Apple phones. I, you know, I was thinking about that as I was doing that. But you gave it to the guy who created the Apple phone, not the Apple phone itself. You gave it to the guy of the Apple phone. Steve Jobs? No, no, the other guy. Well, I gave it to Tim Cook. Tim oh. Cook. For leading Apple. Yeah. But yeah, well, you know, I can't, uh, I don't know who's running Microsoft these days, and I can't, I'm not upset with the, with the Gateses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I'm I'm upset with the chumps who think that Skype's a good product right now. <laughs> Apparently, well, they've never used it. Um, it would be Satya Nadella is the CEO of Microsoft right now. That's good to know. <laughs> Satya Nadella. So, so when you're upset with uh, Apple in the future, or what, what Microsoft, Microsoft. What it was? Yeah. Yell at that guy. Send him a letter. Get your shit together. <laughs> Strongly worded angry letter. You almost had like a Chris Rock thing going there for a moment. 
Oh, that's excellent. I love Chris Rock. <laughs> but, but good job. Um, good job, Joe, on uh, not only doing a uh, first ever um, runner-up, which I'm not going to put on the award uh, for runner-up, but uh, hey, good job for the donut guy. But also to uh, belittle an entire um, Skype. Yep. Whole group of hard-working people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hardly working. So, you know what I'm saying? So virtual middle finger to you, Skype, and the guys who created Skype. Damn right. <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, um, Colin, why don't you, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, uh, give out the uh, um, Awkward Flicks rating of uh, this week's... Um, Awkward flick. Okay. <laughs> um, well, welcome back, everybody, to another segment of Awkward's Flicks. Um, if you remember last week, I did the movie Downsizing, that Matt Damon movie. <laughs> well, I have since then seen another movie. Um, you still using movie, your, uh, your Magic Movie Pass card? I did use it, um, nice. and I actually found out something about it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not supposed to like you can't use them on special events and stuff. Um, so like like fathom events or concerts or anything like that, the theater may provide or whatever. But uh, <laughs> and because it usually just goes because all I mean if a movie's more money it's considered a special event okay so basically your normal price is what every other movie is prices well i found this out this week's movie i went to go see mary and the witch's flower and the theater i went to play uh, see it costed 15 dollars to uh see the movie and it was, and everything else was like 11 bucks. I was able to still check in for that movie. <laughs> it was available to check in. And because it's higher priced than all the other movies, all I had to do was pay the difference. So, oh, wow. yeah, I, I mean, to me, that's still good. <laughs> I, I It was like 1150, all the other movies. So I had to pay 350, uh, to go see this movie, That's and the bad. only reason, and the only reason is because it's a higher priced movie, because it's a premiere. <laughs> um, but yes, this week's movie I went and saw Mary and the Witch's Flower. It is a, um, the first movie created and produced by Studio Ponok. Which is um, uh, it was created by one of the um, workers that had left uh, Studio Ghibli. So um, if you are a fan of Studio Ghibli movies, um, I know Disney has made them a lot bigger. And in my opinion, has ruined the fact that they are um, doing because they have to charge. Oh, let's charge everybody thirty fucking dollars for a movie now. 
Oh, damn. Just because they have this Disney logo, this is the Disney branding. Wait, Disney bought Studio Ghibli? They're the distributor. Oh, I didn't know that. And because of that, it they jacked the prices of everything. Mm. It's just fucking stupid. And, and now it doesn't even make me want to buy the movies. I love the movies, but I'm not going to pay 30 bucks for them. No kidding. Screw that. Just because it has the bullshit Disney crap on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like I said, <laughs> it was the founder of this studio's Yash- Yashaki Nishimero. Nishir- I, don't, I don't even know. Japanese dude. I don't know either. Um Mary and the Witch's Flower is the first movie that they created. So if you like the Studio Ghibli movies, I'd say see it. It's about a young girl with... It it takes place in Britain. And it's hilarious because it takes place... It's a young girl named Mary Smith. (laughs) (laughs) And it's hilarious to me because I went to school with a girl named Mary Smith. Um... But basically, she lives out in England, and she <laughs> goes. She wanders into this forest and finds what's called the witch's flower. And there's a, there's a whole story backstory to this, but uh, basically, it gives her magic powers. Oh, fantastic! And yeah, and um, like I went and saw this movie with my cousin, and when we First, we watched the trailer for it, and when we're, the way they cut this trailer, it's just like, wow, you could just see everything that was like straight out of the Studio Ghibli movies. We're just like, this is like Studio Ghibli all rolled into one movie. <laughs> but uh, when we actually went and saw the movie, it tur- surprisingly turned out everything was its, it was its own story, which was really nice. And, um, it, uh, it, it's the girl, she gets these magical powers and ends up being able to fly to this, uh, magical school <laughs> where, uh, these people are trying to do magic for a bad reason. And she is basically there to protect against it <laughs> or not protect against it trying to stop it and very well done it seemed a little uh i i wish it could have been longer um it's definitely stuff that i think should have taken a little longer to explain but they it was still well done um and just the weirdest thing at the end of the movie, uh, well, you know what? I'm not even going to spoil it because I guess that would be considered a spoiler. So I'm just going to leave that out. Uh, yeah, if you like Studio Ghibli movies, I would definitely see go see this. It's a new one by Studio Panak. Um, it's about a girl who basically gets magical powers and, uh, it, it will surprise you from what I'm telling you. Um, and you know what? Even go watch the trailer. You'll love it. Um, it's, it's just a great movie. Uh, 
so, <laughs> like I said, um, takes place in Britain. Just a girl that finds a flower, gets magic powers, and gets can fl- flies to this uh, magic school <laughs> for it. But um, basically, it's the way that I kept saying to my cousin, it's it kind of feels like it was a uh, Harry Potter esque. That's what I've heard about it. I heard it was like Harry Potter if the Japanese had made it. Yeah. And it's it's got good uh, voicing. Jim Broadbent um, does one of the character, and Kate Winslet. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, and uh, actually, <laughs> um, big role for uh, I think she did an amazing job in the voicing of this character. Is the girl who did the new BFG movie? Um, okay. Her name, yeah, Rudy Barnhill. She did an amazing job voicing this character. She's 13 years old, and uh, I hope to I hope to see more of her um, coming coming up in the future. Because I mean, I just thought her voicing for this movie was really well done. So, but. I would have to say, on the scale of awkwards, I'm going to have to give this movie a eight. Fantastic. Eight awkwards, yes. Um, like I said, there were some stuff that could have been explained a little bit better. I think it could, should have been drawn out more. I mean, it's a two-hour movie, either, regardless, but I, I, I mean... <laughs> Would be nice to see a three-hour one, but I understand it takes a lot of money and it's time and stuff. But uh, yes, I'm giving this movie an eight awkward's. Fantastic. So, go check it out if you like Studio Ghibli or anime movies. Okay. So, yeah. Con. Is this a um? Is this a definitely see in theaters thing or wait till you can? Uh, I'd say. If you want to go see it in theaters, mm-hmm. it's not going to hurt seeing it outside. You know, maybe uh, call up with either your boyfriend or girlfriend if you guys are into that and just watch it. It's a, it's a really good movie. It's not it's not a requiring for the theater, <laughs> but uh, it's it's still good in theaters. I gotcha. That's nice. well, good job, Gone. Yes. Good job. <sighs> Joey, what are you, uh, what are you freaking on this week? Oh, um, probably the fact that uh, even though I've had a week of school already, I have the week off. Because uh, <laughs> the people who run my school make no sense. So I'm, I'm actually sure they have very good reasons for why they do this. I just, uh, I find them all not helpful to me. So... <laughs> You know, yeah, it's ridiculous and it's annoying and it sucks when you try to uh, have a routine that you live by. So stupid, stupid school schedules. That's what I'm freaking out this week. (laughs) There you go. Colin, how about you? Oh, I'm freaking out the fact that 
Last week, I ended up working three days from home, waiting for a bed to arrive. <laughs> um, well, I mean, when I ordered the bed, it said between the 16th and the 31st. Sure. And the day after I ordered the bed, it said, oh, it's going to arrive on the 17th. I mean, I ordered it on the 15th. So mm. it's just like, okay, I guess I guess I'll work from home since that's a Wednesday. <laughs> so that's what it said, the 17th delivery day. Well, then, so I'm sitting at home. I have the tracking number and all that. And then it all of a sudden, it's coming from Georgia. All of a sudden, gets a weather delay. Oh. So I'm just like, uh. So then I'm just like, well, then I guess I'll take off tomorrow. Like, it said a weather delay, but it didn't say, like, change my shipping, my delivery date. It still said the 17th. So I'm just like, well, there's a weather delay. I'm, I'm taking, I'm not going to get it at all today. So I'm just like, maybe it will come tomorrow. Since they haven't, like, changed the date. So I took, I'm like, okay, well, I'll just work from home on Thursday. Hmm. Well, then on Thursday, sitting there, and then I finally get a thing that says, oh, your shipping date will, your delivery date will be the 19th. So just like, oh, so I, I messaged my boss. I'm like, hey, any problem with me working from home one more day because of weather? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, no, you, you go right ahead. So. I ended up working at home from Friday, got the bed, king size. Holy shit, is that a big-ass bed? <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, it's just, like, massive. Um, it, I used to have a full, so it added, like, another two feet onto the bed. <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, great. Got great deals for a comforter and sheets, so I'm all set with that. Um, but, yeah, that's what I was freaking on this week. I'm happy with it. So fantastic. But uh, Travis, what you freaking on? So um, see, this is coming on. I don't think anyone from work listens to this. So there's a uh, there's speculation going around at work that there may be uh, some changes happening, and uh, if that does happen, then uh, my uh, current work schedule is going to change, either starting sometime towards the end of next week or this coming week or uh, possibly the following week, which when I first heard it, I was kind of excited. Like, wow, they're finally going to put me on my day schedule, but it's actually going to be like a mid-shift schedule that I honestly feel that's worse mm-hmm. than the schedule I'm currently on because uh, instead of them having me work 3.30 to midnight, now they're going to have me work uh, noon to 8 p.m. Mm. So... um I mean, it's all like it's all in talks right now. If these uh, changes do occur, which I mean, I I am one to like you know do what I can for the best of the company, but at the same time, it's like why like I mean, I would rather work like ten to six. You know, I mean, it's yeah, but you know, it's it's what the company wants. So, um, right now, I'm kind of just uh, waiting to see how that all pans out. If it's you know gonna be um, you know, no change or it's going to be this change. And eventually the overall goal is to get me in mornings, which the schedule they want me on is 7.30 or 7 to 3.30, Tuesday through Saturday, which I'm not a huge fan of working on Saturday. But again, it's, you know, bills got to be paid and who am I to yep. question it? So, 
Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I got going on for this week. You know, there's nothing new, nothing exciting, you know, just a repeat of everything else, you know, just the journey I'm going on and just, it keeps chugging along. And so right now it's just that scheduling. Kind of see where that, uh, where that lands with everything. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, Joe. Yes. Every week our listeners catch Geek Catch Joe here on this freaking show. Uh, but sometimes uh, just an hour of Geek Cash Show just isn't enough. So if we get those listeners out there that need to hear this uh, sultry voice of yours for more than just an hour a week, where can they go? If you need more Geek Cash Joe, you can head over to the Geek Cast Live podcast at gcl.ninja. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching Geek Cast Live. And I think within uh, about two more weeks, we'll be on the new season, so... Better get caught up. Yeah, you guys got uh, you guys got a lot to catch up on if you're uh, new to the Geekcast Live. Yep, 196 episodes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, you know, make sure you follow this freaking show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching this freaking show. Uh, we are a weekly podcast, so you know, make sure you stay tuned every single week to find out what's going on with us. As well as, you know, make sure you stay involved with the show. Use the hashtag freaking stand if you have any comments, concerns, or uh, you know, suggestions that you want to hear uh, we do on the podcast. And also make sure you use the hashtag uh, awkward flicks to recommend a movie for Colin to either go see or you know, a recommendation that maybe he's already seen it. You want to hear his uh, thoughts and views on it. Uh, if you have a friend out there who think they would enjoy listening to this freaking show, but they have yet to listen to it, but they're not sure if they're able to based on the phone they own, fear not, because we are on both iTunes and Google Play. Not only that, they can uh, go on Podbean and listen to us uh, through uh, the websites as well. As always, I am Travis Dave. Uh, I'm Awkward Count. And I'm Geekcast Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out. <laughs>